This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everyone, good evening and welcome to Extra Time with myself, Dazzling Dave and the lovely Amy. How are you today, Amy? I'm good, thank you. I think it's been a good day, hasn't it? It's been a good week for Wolves fans, all in all, considering how we were after um, the Palace game um, last Saturday. Everyone was quite down in the dumps and I think we've had a really positive week i think i think we have and of course it's uh, it's ended today uh wolves nil leicester city nil um we've got a few people on the thing already uh, andrew benton saying hi um and then we've got joshua and we've got chaotic ranger hi amy and dave uh, all all starting to roll in what was your take today from the uh, from the match as a whole, Amy? I was really impressed with the performance. Obviously, it would have been lovely to win. And I think we can all agree that both teams had very good chances to nab it in the end, Silver and Vardy. Um, but I think overall, a draw was a complete fair result on both sides. And I thought the performance was one of the best performances I've seen us in quite a long time, to be honest. So... I think my mum was like, oh, that match went really quickly, whereas recently they've been going quite slowly. So um, in the Hadley household, we were all quite happy today, apart from the fact it was only one point, not three. Did your dad have any PMT today, Amy? Dad always has PMT, but thankfully I only saw him at half one, so I didn't experience it, whereas my mum got the full brunt of the PMT. For those that don't watch the channel, we joke that my dad has um, PMT, which stands for pre-match tension, not the other PMT, which females get at certain times in the month. So it's worse than the female version, I can assure you. Yeah, your dad's class. We love it. <laughs> um, already backstage, we've got a few. Uh, the first one on today will be Scott. Uh, he's backstage. He's uh, on for his second or third Appearance. I think we've got Merv coming on in a bit as well. We've got Jason. We've got uh, Mini Amy and Dad. 
and we've got a Leicester City fan coming on as well. And what you've got a glass of what there? This is just Prosecco. It's not champagne yet. We've not reached champagne levels, but it's um, Prosecco with some cherries in it. So I just fancied a wine. It's Sunday night, work tomorrow. So we're having a wine. Well, absolutely. It's good because the last time I had the wine and you had the... <laughs> and now I agree, I think. I've got water as well, though, so we're, we're balanced. So we've got a couple of challenges for people uh, tonight. Obviously, we want to all hear what everyone's got to say about the game. Amy's wearing a shirt. Uh, can you? Sh- if you listen on the podcast, you won't see it, but it's a Watthouse shirt. We want to know who, what year that shirt was. Um, Amy thinks it's the League One winning side shirt. Um, is that what you're, is that what we're reckoning? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm pretty certain that's when the shirt is. I said I can't swear now. I said it's when we were inserted today before we came on, but um, but yeah, we weren't bad because we won the league. I think it's that year anyway. He knows saying 16 17, Alfie definitely Sainz. not that recently. 16 17, I don't think it is anyway. Well, I'll tell you what, I can see uh, that Scott is coming back. I think he might be twins when he comes on because it's looking like he's got the same shirt on. Maybe it's the, like, lucky shirt. I don't know. I mean, I didn't really want to. But before we get him on, um, obviously we'll be asking everyone's thoughts and give their opinions on the game. Um, What's your rating on the performance tonight, Amy, and your man of the match before we get started with the guests? Um, Performance, I'm going to go for a seven because I felt like it was a really positive performance even though they didn't win which was but I just everything about I just think they've taken the confidence from Tuesday which Tuesday was Arsenal yeah they've got taken the confidence and it just seemed so much more just it was just positive play I think they were a bit dodgy in the first 10 minutes but once they settled they just seemed to be playing more as a team again which is what we have um missed recently um i think and it just it was just a really it was a nice game to watch like i enjoyed watching it even though we didn't win which has been something which has been missing for me personally um man of the match it's a difficult one today i think there were quite a good few a few good performances i thought cody played a lot better um i thought his passing was a lot better today and Rui, Patricia got him to take one of the goal kicks at one point, didn't he? Or was, or yeah, was I thought that was really bizarre. It was like, what? Why is Cody going to Yeah, it was weird. But I think overall, I'm probably going to give it to Traore because um, I'd really liked Neto's performance in the first half. I thought he was absolutely fantastic, but I don't think he was quite there. He didn't step up as much in the second half. And maybe that was because he didn't have um, Johnny playing behind him, whereas he did in the first half. That's a good um, point. So I think Johnny had a really good first half for his first game back. For I, I thought he, you know, he didn't put a foot wrong. But I, I think I'm going to go with Dharma. I think. Well, you see, on my instant match reaction, I was very much torn between the same as you between Adama Traore and Neto, and I, I would just flip the other side to you. Me and you always seem to be just slightly <laughs> the side of the coin. I went with Neto this one. But, uh, but they're both good shouts. Shall we get Scott on, shall we? Because we've got Let's guests waiting. Scott. I'll just change the back uh, the back thing. And I say we have got um, – we're going to be joined by, uh, I think it's uh, Neil from beyond uh, the 90, which is a Leicester City fan 
um, podcast as well. Well, let's get Scott on to start with. Scott, welcome. And Scott, are you and Amy syncing to get the same shirt on today? We've got yep. the same shirt on, although they do look very different shades of gold. Maybe it's just the lighting, but... It's probably because this one doesn't fit me, fit me anymore, <laughs> so I don't wear it that often. I don't think wars are at the levels of them being knockoffs, were they, at that point? Like, <laughs> just the fake, the fake shirts going around these days. But um, how are you, Scott? I'm good. I'm feeling positive after that performance. So. Good. What was your positive? What in particular, like, would... What positives would you like to take in particular? What was it that you thought made you feel that way? To me, it reminded me a bit of the Chelsea game, but with, an, with what we was missing from the Chelsea game. So with Chelsea game, we was very defensive. Um, our defence was never going to get broken down, but we had no attacking um, thing to that performance at all. Whereas with the Leicester one, we were more attacking. And then anything that uh, came our way, we dealt with like we did in the Chelsea game. Uh, yeah. putting bodies on the line, clearing it out of there. So all-round performance, it was good. The only thing that it was missing was goals. Um, but yeah, I was positive. It's a step. It's another step in the direction of trying to rebuild from the damage that's been done in the early stages of the season. So for exactly. me, for me, I'm I'm happy about it. Um, there's a lot of people that I know who are still saying that we should have won because of that chance from Silva. But again, even with that silver chance, we've but got then to remember... Bar, he's chance at the end. Exactly. Um, but Michael saved that chance as well. It wasn't like a blatant yeah. miss. It I was, think that's it what, was you a did... save. When you, when you saw it in live, you thought, how the hell has he missed that? But then you saw that Schmeichel has just got very, very clever foot to it, which is what stopped it going in. Yeah. He stuck a leg out and it just, it just happened that he got there and it wasn't to be. But to be honest... Like I've, I've been saying it for a while now, I'll take seven points from these next four games. A win against Arsenal, a draw against Leicester, and so far we've got that. The only thing that, as long it's going my way at the minute with all the predictions, I'm getting right, but I'm hoping I'm wrong for the next one because I did say we'd lose to Southampton in the league. Um, and then we'd go and beat Newcastle. If, if I had a chance to change my mind now, I would say we'd beat Southampton and lose to Newcastle. But at the same time, the... The fact that we're just getting better each game, it's only small yeah. little bits, but because we're getting better each game, you're more confident going into a game now. And it seems yeah. like that meeting that they had where they cleared the air, um, it's it's shown through now. And then Johnny coming back as well was a big plus because it made us more attacking. It made us more relaxed on the ball. I think as they'd say one player doesn't like you know make a team, but Johnny being back has boosted this team up a little bit more. Yeah, well, absolutely. AJ Chandler said Johnny looked like he'd never been away. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think for me, I said this before the game um, to my mum and dad. I've always rated Don, Johnny, and I think I've always said he's the most underrated player at Wolves. And I think his absence and him coming back today and them playing like they did in the first half has just completely proven that in the fact that he's crucial to that Nuno team. He's crucial to the way that they play. He's crucial to all the players there. And I think. You know, I just hope that he can just build on that and they can build. And then I really like the point that you made, Scott, in that they've just progressed from the Chelsea game in that they were very solid in the defence there but had little in the attack and today the two things. So hopefully the next game they can take it one step further and put, get a goal, which would be nice. Well, <laughs> Score look, first look, would be nice. Looking at the way things are going at the minute, uh, with Southampton's form dropping and us get starting to get better now, I would put money on us beating Southampton, but 
again, we've got to play them in the cup before we play them in the league. I know, Southampton twice in a week. It's bizarre, isn't it? And there's <laughs> after you know what? Well, Southampton play in the in the last round. They played yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal in the, cup, in the yeah. Arsenal league. Well, to be honest, it's going to be a bit interesting with Southampton because after what obviously they had the 9 0 defeat and then watching them yesterday as well, I was a bit like, oh, I kind of wish they'd won yesterday or at least got a draw because, but they're in, they're just in a bad place, aren't they, at the moment? So if I, had to if I had to choose between winning in the cup against them though and winning the league, I would choose the cup. 100%. Because, <laughs> because for a simple reason, like at the minute, we. It's typical Wolves. We're getting into something now that we're starting to get a bit better, give a little bit of hope to our, you know, um, getting back up the table a little bit. We are going to lose soon, but I don't think it'll be a loss that affects us. I think it's going to be a loss that will bounce back from straight away. So with the Cup, I'd rather us win in the Cup so we can get a good run in the Cup because if we finish, say, 15th and we go and win the FA Cup, I'll be happy. Oh, I'd buy your hand off for that, Scott, to be quite honest with you. Exactly. It's like... <laughs> It's like with this game, this game, I I've, I said from the beginning it'll be a draw because I just had a feeling that it's, again, one of them where we're not perfect, but we're slowly getting to the place where we want to be. And Leicester being third in the league, and it's always a high-scoring game when we play Leicester. So I just it's had a feeling... Nil, nil. It's even nil-nil or a high-scoring game. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I thought this one was going to be a 1-1. One, one. I didn't expect it to be a nil-nil. I thought it was going to be goals, but I thought this was going to be a draw anyway. You must realise that when Wolves play Leicester, it's either goalless or mm. it's 4-3, apart from the one game when I think Vardy won 1-0, wasn't it? But they're yeah. either 4-3 or nil-nil. There's, there's, they're either high-scoring or very low-scoring. I love the four threes. It, it, my heart can't take it, but I do love them when I watch the highlights because I know it's you, it's still you do want to be there. You do want to be there for the four threes. Though. I oh, thought yeah. four three today wouldn't have the same impact, would it? I, w I was there for the Colin Cameron one, which I call the Colin Cameron show. That one was where we were three nil down and to come yeah. back and win four three. Like I was. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, you going, you going way back now because I was still in school. So, so was I. I <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, that was that was a great game, and I always said that was like one of my favourite games from back in that era. But then um, you look at the modern one with Diego Jota. I don't know why, but that one means Not more to Diego, me. Diego, it's Diogo. Get Sorry. it right. <laughs> <laughs> Not Diego, it's Diogo. Well, it don't matter now. He's gone to Liverpool. So. He's injured. <laughs> Unless... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's it's one of them as well that I'm happy though. I honestly I'm happy. I think it was a good performance and it's something that we could build on. And the positive is Johnny's back and even when he got taken off at half time, I knew I just had a feeling in the back of my mind that it wasn't an injury. I thought it was planned. Even though Hoover scared me in that game, I think it was the right decision because we don't want to rush Johnny back because we need him. Yeah. Well, Dave Moses says confident display against the top side. We look like a team. Again, rather than 11 individuals always in it, could have won it. I mean, you have to say, um, Leicester, a really strong side. He's right. They're having a great season. They've actually, out of the previous 11 games, they'd only failed to score on away games on one occasion, and they'd taken 26 points out of the previous um, 33 away from home. I think that tells you a lot uh, about how well we've done tonight, really. Not only shutting them out, losing Bolly, and like you say, probably should have won it with um, Fabio, but could have lost it with that last gasp header from Jamie Vardy. You, always is dangerous, isn't he? 
when he came on i was like oh no like 60 minutes i knew he's going to come on at 60 minutes and you just He's, he's just an all-round quality player, though, Jamie Vardy, isn't he? Like, living my hate and you can't deny he's a fantastic footballer and a fantastic in that position and those situations. So experienced. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, you, it's either way, look at it. Frustrating, Silver didn't score that goal, but it was saved. And But then we got let off right at the end with that Vardy header that he just didn't quite place it where he wanted to go. So, I think the draw was fair. There's a lot of people saying that Leicester were poor today, but I don't see it like that because they were knocking on the door for the top two to basically tell the top two we're still here, we're still in the fight yeah. for the league title. So they wanted to win this game. And then that's why Vardy got bored on in the sixth, like you said, the 60th minute because it was one of them where they were desperate for that goal. And yeah. as much as we could have won it with Silva, they, like you say, they could have won it with Vardy. But today it was just not meant to be. It was just meant to be a nil-nil, which for us I think is a great result. And a clean, another clean sheet as well, which, you know, they've yep. been lacking in recent times. So it was good to, um, and just a solid performance all round. So I think we were all kind of in agreement. It was, it was a good, someone just had a good day at the office and I'd agree with that. Well, well think... Scott, we're into your last five minutes. I've got the countdown yeah. timer on because we've got to get everyone else on. So um, what we need to do uh, is make sure before you go, um, is give us your man of the match and of course your rating and, uh, your thoughts ahead of um, Southampton as well? Well, I think the rating was nine um, because the only reason why it wasn't a 10 is because we didn't score. Um, but everything else we did right. We, we had a lot of attacking opportunities where we could have got a goal from. We controlled the ball very well. Leicester were hardly in it. And any time they did come at us, we defended it well and dealt with it. Uh, man the match, it's hard not to give it to this guy. And that's Neto. Because Neto at the minute is... Like, we rely on Raul a lot when we've got Raul, saying, like, give the ball to Raul and he will score. But at the minute, it's give the ball to Neto because he's going to, if he ain't going to score, he's going to create something that leads to a goal. And you always think that every time he's got the ball. So for me, Neto, again, was great. And as soon as he came off and they put, um, who did he put on there for Neto? Gibbs White. That's it, Gibbs White. When he brought Neto off, that said to me that he was playing for the point then because Neto's. If we were going to get a goal, it was going to be through Neto. Even though Traore had a, had a good game, I still think any goal was going to come from uh, Neto. And as for Southampton, um, at the minute, like with the way their form is and the way ours is slowly picking up, I wouldn't be surprised if the cup game don't go to penalties. Um, I've just got that feeling. Do you think Southampton will want out of that? I think Southampton, at the minute... Uh, are better off than us. They're not not as worried as we some some of our our fan base will because to me well, they did say, really you say that though, Scott. But Southampton are in free fall. They're only two points clear of us now. Yeah. I mean, and they were pushing top four at one point. They've got a load of injuries. The They've got more injuries than us now. They've got like they nine players, players out. When Southampton first started the season, they were overachieving, and it was one of them where if you're a Southampton fan, like I spoke to my mate who is a Southampton fan, and he was saying that they were living in dreamland. I think now it's more realistic for them now. They're in a place where it's more realistic to them. So for them, it's more about just trying to stop that free fall and get stable. So for the Cup, I don't think they'll want it. I think they'll put a few kids out, but I just don't see a scoring for some reason. So I can see this being a bore, boring nil-nil. 
I'm hoping court- it don't go to extra time and penalties and we can just finish the job. It'd be nice to yeah. watch Wolves for once. Even when we watched Chorley, we were fretting at 1-0 with 115. Don't even. We don't talk about the Chorley game. It happened. We move on. The only good thing to come from that was we got through and Vit, uh, I can't say his name. Vit, 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 yeah, thank you. He got goal of the round as well from that game. So I was did he get the was that did he get voted yeah. goal of the round? So it, that that was the only positives to come from that. And then to me, I didn't want to face Southampton when it was out of them or Arsenal. But then now they've come into free fall. I'm glad we got Southampton. But I still think it's going to go to penalties. I still think it's going to be a boring nil-nil draw. But it's a chance as well to give some of our players a rest. Like I reckon Silver will start this. Ruddy will start this. Uh, I... probably Marcel will probably be back. I reckon as well, and he'll well, start. We'll see. I'm not sure he's fully match fit. I, I, I think new. I mean, we're going to. I think he'll go strong on yeah. Thursday. Yeah, I'd if he'll you know he'll put this effort pretty much the team today. I reckon. I think he'll try and get a few. We're quarterfinals. You know what I mean? He was gutted when we got knocked out in the semis. Um, it's not in our luck. We'll go to the final when nobody's we'll allowed it. to go. We'll win yeah, it but, now under there. We'll win it. But, we'll be eight days in an empty stadium and we'll win it. It's Wolves, <laughs> isn't it? It's going to happen. Anyway, Scott, your time your time's pretty much up, mate, because we've got to get on Brilliant. to next uh, the next we've got we've got Jason and then we've got then we've got Neil the Leicester fan um that's coming after that. So thanks, Scott. Thanks for calling in, and we'll probably no see you after penalties on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so negative. You never know; we might get a wonder goal again. All right, thanks, Scott. <laughs> see you later. Thank you, Scott. Speak to you soon. So there's uh, Scott. Let's just take the timer off. Um, and next up, it's Mr. Wolves Premier himself, and he's got a, no- a-, a nice retro top on himself yeah. today. Let's have a look at your top, Jason. Oh, I like that well, one. Only just about fits, though. You'll have to... Uh, and I have to apologise for my flipping lockdown haircut. It's right, mess. I look like Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Get the babby to cut it for you. <laughs> I know. I need to do something. Um, listen, today, I, I, I'm really, really pleased with that performance. I think uh, we're all the same. If before the last two games, we'd have been offered four points uh, against Arsenal and Leicester, we'd have definitely took them. Um, for me, Neto is just unplayable. I mean, two or three times he just went past them fullback with ease. There was that particular time as well when he cut inside the defender in the fullback, and he's just a, a class act. I mean, he's pivotal. If next season, you know, we want to go for it and, and count this season as a bit of a transition or write it off, he is, are you Johnny Bravo in disguise? He's one. We have, uh, uh, he's one we've got to put all the stops out to keep because he's one hell of a talent. And I think Agreed. a lot of our attacks, uh, a lot of our attacks um, do all come from Neto. Um, and the frustrating thing was today, bringing Gibbs White on for him, because I think if we could have got something out of the match today, which we could have done, I mean, I'm looking at it as two points lost, and I'll explain why in a minute. But I think we could have got something out of that match today. Neto is a match winner. And he's got a few late goals in the past. And I just... Bringing Gibbs-White on for him. I'm not going to sit here and slate Gibbs-White. But bringing Morgan Gibbs-White for him, for me, um, I just don't think we needed to do that at that stage of the game. I personally would have kept Neto on and, and gone on for the win. Um, Scott's probably quite right. We probably was looking for the draw. Um, or happy with, with the draw, if you like. But I'd have kept Neto on. But that's my opinion. Silva. Now... Listen, I'm willing that young man to score. 
if I was in a stadium, I'm not going to berate him. I'm not going to slag him off. I'm not. But on social media, it's. I think it's a frustration. I want that guy to score more than anyone. And this isn't about the price tag, by the way. But uh, that that chance today, he's got he's got to score it. Now I've got people coming up. I mean, he didn't miss it. Michael saved it. Listen, Casper Michael is just like his dad. You know, makes himself big very quickly. Comes out. Narrows the angle, etc., etc. We know what he's capable of, right? But a chance like that has got to be, has got to be in the back of the net. If you look at the, the, you know, he had to make a quick decision, yes. But the ball comes to him, comes across. He's got to bury that for me. Dink it over the keeper. That's put his laces through it. What's take that? the net off. I'd have, I'd have finished that, Jason. I'd have finished that. I, I think reckon he... he. I reckon if he'd have miss hit that, it'd have gone into the back of the net. He hit it like he should have hit it. Turned on it, he yeah. hit it. But if he'd have slumped it, whatever, he'd have scored it. But he didn't hit it like that. So anyway. To be fair to him, to be fair to him, when he hit it, he looked like he was hitting it with composure, right? So he wasn't trying to take the net off, and he looked like he was just trying to side foot it past Casper uh, Michael. But whichever way you look at it, a striker in that position has got a score for me. I might be wrong. But he's got a score for me. Um, if if he scores it as well, it's a completely different game, isn't it? You know, one nil. I'm definitely fancying us for the win. That's why I, I say today right, two points lost. It would have been nice to score first for a change, and we did have the opportunity. Um, although, as yeah. as we've talked about, Vardy's always dangerous right at the end. I don't know. We've talked about it. I mean, I thought it was for a, for a split second. I thought it was going to hit the back of the net. I thought it was in the back of the next well, yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's what people have said. Oh, you know, it should have been. That's the case. Then it should have been one all. But I think if we score in, on the seventy seventh minute, uh, which is when we have that chance, I think it's a completely different game. And I, I don't think then I don't think that Leicester, you know, they're going to set up differently. They're going to be a bit gung ho in their approach. They're not going to be so methodical. I just think if Silver scores that, it's game over. I don't want to get on the lad about the, the 35 million price tag and all that. It doesn't matter at any level, at whatever, however much your club's paid for you, whether it be 50p or 50 million, for me, you've got to put them chances away. Because a chance in the Premier League like that, as clear-cut as that, will not come that often. You don't I, get I four think, or five chances like that game. I think the thing is, as well, with, with him, um, he's had like two or three six-yard chances, like a headers and stuff like that, and missed them. And it's... I know he scored that one, which was a really good one that he put in and he placed into the corner. And bec- and I just think because it's 35 million, if we'd have bought him for 15 million, people wouldn't be so frustrated with him. It's just because they paid so much money for him. And a chance like that, that like you should, you'd expect, because he has got a lot of technical ability to have put the ball in yeah. the back of the net. It and wasn't as if he was out muscling anyone or anything, it was literally a clear chance. I, I, you know, I'm willing for him to score. Um, and yes, one for the future. He's only 18. I do understand that. But 35 million, he's a lot of money. So that tells me then, if he's one for the future at 35 million now, in two years' time, three years' time, four years' time, he's got to be worth 70 million quid. Absolutely. Absolutely right. Well, uh, there's a chap uh, we've been here that's um, Neil White. To talk about this. Said, what was wrong with Jose tonight? Um, I mean, William Jose. All of, but my opinion is on, you know, I hope he'll come good. I think it's very early days yet. Um, 
listen, Wolves fans can't get frustrated with William Howes after three games or whatever he's played because, well, it's you know, not, 20 odd games game, in. Every... Yeah, of course. No. But, you know, 20 odd games in, people were, people were saying, you know, well, you know, Catroni's best play we've ever had. You know, well, I think Jose, I think he will come good. I've looked, at, I didn't know who he was before he come to Wolves, so I don't want anyone to shoot me down there because I didn't. But I've watched his, uh, I watched a video on YouTube of his highlights, and he looks a good player. He does, yeah. Could take a bit of time to adjust, but he's an experienced player. He reminds me of Raul a little bit. Obviously, he holds the ball as well. He holds the ball, and I think he wasn't, he wasn't. Yes, I thought he had a very good game against Arsenal, especially yeah. in the second half. Mm-hmm. And he didn't seem to be quite yes. there to, today. Yeah. But the glimpses that you saw of him, he holds the ball, is that physical presence in the box, hits the ball up pitch a lot more. Yes. And he's just, he's just, you can just tell his experience, can't you? And I think you can't. He's only played, what, three games, played a 10 minutes against Chelsea, half of 60 minutes today. I think. Of course. You've got to give it, and it's, it's a different league. It's a different league. And so it, I think. It is difficult. I think. I hope against South. I hope he can get. You know, he starts him on Thursday in the cup, and he can get a goal and stuff. And I think when he gets one goal, it'll it'll hopefully yeah. be a catalyst. Yeah. And I hope the same for Silver. Like I'm with you, Jayson. Every every time I see Fabio, come on, come on, come on, Fabs. This is your day to score because I just I just want him to do so well. He he we paid thirty five million for him. He as a person, as a player, he never put that price tag on himself. I just want him didn't. to do well. And I'm not saying anyone's saying, some people are saying that, feel like they're saying that, but you just want him to do well for his confidence and his growth as a player. And I hope, you know, yeah. there's more experienced players coming back, Johnny coming back, um, uh, you know, when Marshall sorry, comes that's, back. That's one, point, that's one point I, I did want to make about Johnny. Listen, Johnny's like a new signing today. We all knew we missed him, but I think he gave us so much more stability. So much um, energy down that left-hand side. And he really does look... Um, he, he, you can see how much we've missed him. He's a good player, Johnny. He's a good player. Um, and hopefully now he can retain this fitness and go on for the rest of the campaign. Because, yes, he's got 45 minutes in the tank now. But we, we could see how much we've missed him today. And like I said, he looks like a new player. He was quality, wasn't he? I mean, there's a, his composure on the ball as well. His positional play... It felt like he'd not been out for like eight yes. months where he just slotted straight back in. He's amazing. Yeah. He's unreal. Yeah. Absolute quality. So who is, is you, what's your rating going to be for the performance, Jason? And um, are you going to go for your man of the match? And what would you like to see, see from Wolves against the two games against Southampton, um, especially in the FA Cup coming up on Thursday? How strong do you want Nuno to go? So I think performance-wise um, today, uh, I'm going to go for the rating 8 out of 10. Uh, because, listen, Leicester are a good side, third in the league. Um, they've, they've showed how dangerous they can be. They've showed what a formidable side they are. And I think to hold them nil-nil today, like I said, it's two points last time looking at it. But to, to get a point out of this game today is a great result. Uh, man of the match for me, uh, Neto. Just thought he was superb. And I would have liked to have seen him stay on for the full 90 minutes. Uh, Southampton, the danger is there. Um, when you get beat 9-0 uh, or you get a couple of beatings like that, in, you know, sometimes there can, there can be more dangerous sides to play. Um, I do think they're in free fall, like you said, Dave. I think it's a good time to play them. And I think, um, looking at it really, I think it's the cup run that we need. I think I'd like to um, see us beat them in the cup, especially. 
Um, look, I want to see us beat them in the league, but if I could win one of the two, it would be the cup because I think we need, we do need a good cup run. Um, I'd, I'd, you know, it's, it's just been a bit of a frustrating season for us all, and it's so frustrating on social media, you know, because we're all fishing, watching the game, we're getting on social media, we're having a bit of a moan, whereas normally we go up the pub after, have a few drinks, forget about it. Talk it out there, yeah, absolutely right. And to be fair, I mean, Jason. I think we've pointed on this four points from Arsenal and Leicester are both in were in really good form as well. Four we snapped snapped the hands yeah. off after after eight games without a win and stuff like that. I think you, I think the win against Arsenal we got lucky, but we you know my dad always says you make your own luck, and then we, we you know we we didn't kill it off perhaps, but we controlled the game, and then tonight losing Pedence and then Bolly. Um, I thought we did really, really well yeah. against Leicester because, you know, to stop them from scoring, because they had, and, and really, they had 13 shots. We had 13 shots. I think they had three shots on target. But we looked, the, we did look the better side in the second half and we looked the team that was most likely to win, I think. But we've got um, Neil coming on next to the Leicester fan. I'm sure he'll give his thoughts on, on the game as well. That'd be really interesting. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Dave. I think especially in the second half, we I think we controlled the game a bit more. The first half, we kind of just relied on the counter, but when the counter came about, especially because of Neto, I think it did it did look good. But overall, it was a very promising performance from what we've seen as of late. Yeah, I agree. So keep up the good work, you pair. And hopefully you too. You Keep up your good work. <laughs> and just to, just before you go, Jason, how are the book sales going and stuff for the uh, for you? Mate, I'm kidding you. I feel like postman Pat. Yes, last <laughs> week I was just packing books up, taking them to the post office. I was getting in the office at seven in the morning to pack up all the orders, get them out, and I've got about another two hundred to get out this week. You're going to see me next week. I'm going to be bald and all wrinkly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to my book coming as well, mate. You're doing a fantastic job. All raises fantastic charity. So well done, mate. And thanks for coming Thank on you. the uh, on the show once again, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers. So that's uh, Jason uh, again. Always comes on and gives his honest thoughts. But next up, we've actually got a Leicester fan. So everyone, be nice and kind. Uh, it's Neil, and you're from beyond the, the, the 90 Leicester City podcast, Neil. Is that correct? Yes. So um, I think you've seen Ant in the comments as well. So we run it together as a few other people as well. So it's just a group channel. And since the lockdown, it's been something that we wanted to do, you know, as you guys were saying before, get together, talk football. And we can't do it at the pubs anymore. We can't sit down and talk about it over a pint. So this is the next best thing. So we've been, we've been really enjoying, obviously, the season so far and how things are going. But... Yeah, I think I think yeah. It's, so we're from yeah, as you can tell, but beyond the ninety LCFC. So uh, we'd love to you to come over and check out our channel. So thank you so much. Absolutely, yeah, thanks for joining us. And you've got a few welcomes here, and there's a chap from New Zealand that's just dropped in, Derek as well. So Neil, how did you see the game, and what were your expectations going into the match, and as the game went on, how what are you thinking about it at the end of the final whistle? So at the beginning of the game, a few of us have said probably would take a win. I mean, our, our, as you were mentioning beforehand, our home form has been pretty good and we've been putting aside teams. However, the more we got into this match, the more we were playing, we were like, well, I think the draw is probably the right result for both teams. Just in terms of the chances we created, both teams were very good 
at the back defensively. Going forward, there wasn't much, even when the likes of Vardy came on. There wasn't really, we didn't really get into our steam a little bit, but credit to you guys as well. At times, you look at Iheanacho getting the ball and there was just a thousand Wolves players, it seemed, around him, not letting him through. So a, a draw, in my opinion, is, is the correct result because neither team... Again, you were saying before about Fabio Silva and, and the chance, and we had the chance at the other end, but it all kind of equated itself out altogether. So, yeah, overall, I can't really disagree with the, with the point. We'll take it and we'll move on because uh, overall, I think both both teams are happy. And I think there is a little bit of um, similarities between the way that you guys came up and the way that we came up. And obviously, we were looking at you guys um, in terms of Leicester, looking at the way you guys ran the Europa League with the small squad and we're trying to do the same thing. And you guys came and tried to beat the big teams like we were. So I think there is a lot of similarities between our two teams. Yeah, I've always thought that. We had the discussion after the match today with my dad that, for me, Leicester and Wolves, I think from that 4-3 in 2003, it's just like in Grady Marion, they were quite like, yo, both were yo-yo clubs for quite a while and stuff. So I think Wolves and Leicester, and especially in recent years, in kind of like their management and how they've progressed forward have, you know, are quite similar and I'd, Love if we could sit here in a few years' time and say that we've won the league along with yourselves as well. So, <laughs> so that yeah, that one was that forward. One, <laughs> yeah, that one was a bit of a dream, even to Leicester fans. It's just you don't believe it's happened to your club almost. <laughs> and it, it's even to Leicester fans now, it still seems like a dream. And how we're doing this season is, is great. And you guys again turned up and did fantastically. However, our, our ambition, I've just hopefully next season you guys can be there to join us because even since the beginning of this season, I was just saying we need to break up the top six in terms of likes of you, in terms of likes of Aston Villa this season have been doing really well. Everton, if they just there's a group of teams as well. Sorry, West Ham are having a good season as well, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, which mm-hmm. again came out of nowhere. So uh, apart from that, I'm I think the, back to back to the game. I think it is pretty good. However, there was pretty um, overall result, but. In terms of if you've got a full, fully fit squad and we've got, I think, about four or five injuries as well, um, we, we're still doing okay. I'm, I'm still happy with the position we're in. And we'll take a point off you guys. And I'm more than happy to sit where we are in the table because I think we do deserve it. But at the same time, um, we're just happy to be there because you guys know what it's like. You're up there. You're like, this is brilliant. We're up here. It could fall at any moment. Bless us. Enjoy it while it lasts. Well, that's what's kind of happened to Southampton because they were absolutely motoring and then they've hit a bit like Arsenal have had a, a real bad run and we've had a really bad run. We're just trying to ease our way out. Of, I mean, from, from our point of view, have, we haven't been worrying about getting into a relegation battle, but there are some fans that's been thinking about that. But I think from our point of view now, because of everything that's happened, the late finish in the Europa League and... Um, Obviously, selling players, injuries to players that have affected us, losing Raul. Um, if we finish mid-table and have a really good run in the FA Cup, we're up. Are you still? Are you guys still in the FA Cup? I can't remember if you are or aren't. We are. We have. Pl- we've got Brighton on Wednesday, so it could, we could potentially face off each other in the semi-finals if all goes to plan. <laughs> It'll probably Maybe be in the final. <laughs> penalties as well. Because... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Here we go again. I know, I know. So, from a Leicester point of view, um, I mean, what was your performance rating for Leicester today, and who was your man of the match from your side? I've been thinking about it. There wasn't. I, I would like to think I'm quite a realistic and pragmatic fan. However, there wasn't really anybody that 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 really shone for Leicester. Maybe Harvey Barnes. 
the team didn't really click into gear, but part of that was how well you defended and how well how resilient you were at the back and in in midfield as well. So I'd say Harvey Barnes and player rating maybe five and a half, six. I mean, defensively we were what would say about a seven, pretty decent. But going forward, there just really wasn't anything there. And I think we've got eight, we've, we've got six more fixtures in February. So it's going to, so we've literally just been, as you guys found out with the Europa League, it takes its toll on your players. And occasionally we're going to have slip up, not, I won't say a slip up like today, but we're not going to win every single game. And it's, it's, it brought us a little bit down to earth, this result and the Leeds result. So we're still happy to be in the position. We weren't really looking at winning the league, even though some people were um, doubting us to, so like saying us to, to win the league. We're just happy to be in that position, that conversation, because already this season, I think we've already won in terms of, as you were saying, South, likes of Southampton have dropped off and so on and so forth. So with I wanted, I was going to say something about Silva because um, one thing you've got, it depends on how you guys feel about the recruitment because we've kind of done similar things. So Yonchu in his first year was absolutely woeful, giving away penalties, red cards. He just looked like the guy sent, spent most of his life on his bottom. And then... He came in the next season was amazing. So, how much do you trust your recruitment that Fabio Sil- sorry that Silva will come good eventually? I I think we've all I think we're quite positive on this channel in that we're fully behind Silva and I I have no doubt from the glimpses that you've seen he is going to be a quality player and I think overall in the past few seasons there's been a few odd signings but I think overall Wolves' recruitment has been solid in the way that they've approached things. So. I do trust the recruitment. You'll know that the whole Mendes saga, that kind of Mendes is, um, I don't know how you describe him really, the Wolves mafia agent, I don't know, capitalised on everything. So there's a lot of talks within that, in that kind of plan and that relationship, which obviously we don't all know the ins and outs. But I think I have no qualms in thinking that Silver in three, four years' time is going to be scoring, hopefully, the same amount of goals that Jamie Vardy scores in a season. but He's young, he's only 18, he's away from home and he's just not panned out the way that we'd have liked it to with him training alongside Raul, maybe playing alongside Raul and coming in for the final 15, 10 minutes when we're hopefully winning games. But it's life, it's football, things don't go the way that's planned out. He's do only 18 and he's been thrust into uh, into the spotlight probably a little bit faster than we... He needs to um, obviously beef up a bit. Um, I think there is pressure on him because of the price tag. Um, but generally, I mean, I think I'm like with Amy. We've we've trusted the recruitment. I mean, look at Neto. When Neto came, everyone was like, "Who is he?" He's like another one of George Mendes. I mean, look at him now. He's going to be. Neves is just like a classic. I mean, Neves. What that he is, Mr. Wolves now. Neves is, and you think he came in when we were still in the championship, and he's just phenomenal, isn't he, Neves, as a player, as a human? So. Um, so yeah, it's positive. But um, who who is it that gets in terms of Leicester? I know you've always got Vardy and you've got some quality players, but who is it that really kind of gets you excited for Leicester at the moment? Sorry, what was that? You uh, epitomises Leicester at the moment, or no? Who do you get excited about? Who do you enjoy watching play, or who do you think's grown into the team well? So the whole philosophy about Leicester is you buy young, you buy relatively English players and you train them up and you give them time in the team and you see how they can do. So James Madison came from the championship. Luke, um, James Justin, again, this was his first start since Ricardo got injured. So he's been playing every single game this season and he's been absolutely immense. Again, today, 
Um, he, de- he dealt with Traore well. However, there was that one time where he Troy put on the afterburners and James Justin, his eyes lit up because he goes, oh, I've never experienced anything like this. <laughs> and there's things like this in the Premier League that you're not going to get anywhere else, um, especially in that position. Um, so there's a few players to look out for. James Madison's one, um, Harvey Barnes, we really enjoy watching him. I said today, like he was, he's a local lad from Leicester as well, which is a real big thing. And we're really hoping that he can get into the England team. He got on, you think he got on the bench, but I'm really hoping he can make some, some, some issues um, for the, for, for Gareth Southgate team. Um, Wesley Fofana is another one. Um, Johnny Evans is obviously a very talented centre-back. And he said that Wesley Fofana can be one of the best in the world. And he's hit the ground running um, for Leicester. Again, yeah, James Justin is absolutely amazing. There's quite a few at the moment to be excited about. But all around, all over Leicester, to be honest, there's amazing players. Yuri Tillemans, again, he took about a year and a half to really bed in. And this season, he's been outstanding. So um, give the players mess- time. The message know. really is for Wolves fans, I guess, with Fabio Silva, is just keep the patience because, yes. you know, in a year or two, he could be the real, the real deal. Yes, and we've given players time. So look at Ben Chilwell. Ben Chilwell was 19 years old. We had the, but the amount of mistakes he made at left back, a lot of Leicester fans were like, drop him, don't put him back in the team, get Fuchs back on. But you had to give this player time. And then he went for England. You saw what he did there. Then he moved over to Chelsea. Same kind of with Harry Maguire. Nobody really wants to touch him at 18 million for a Hull defender that got relegated. So Leicester have these ability to pick up players. And another person, Jamie Vardy. I mean, he was bought for non-league for a million pounds in the first season. He was terrible. That he was from. Sorry. Sorry. Fleetwood. Yeah, Fleetwood. Yeah. So he was a, he was a out of nowhere this one came and and his first season apparently the year afterwards he goes lads I don't want to be here I'm not good enough for the Premier League. I'm not good enough for the Championship just send me on loan to somewhere out back to Fleetwood and the manager was um, Nigel Pearson times like no you stay you train and we believe in you and if you can get that arm around him I think you'll be able to do that with Silver and it's something that's happened with Barnes as well Barnes used to miss sitter after sitter after sitter. And you're like, we could have got three points. You got us a draw. We could have got three points today. And that's how it feels like with similar. And yeah, I, I agree with it. The price tag, you kind of have to ignore that. And the issue with the price tag is that it's going to play on the mind. And it, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. It's not our money. But I think, do you know what I mean? So I wouldn't put too much pressure on him. If it's a yeah. couple of years time, then we're looking at a different player. But I, I agree with him being that's big shoes to fill with um Jimenez and we've been saying it with Nacho like he looked at so yeah, Ian Nacho today Jamie Vardy's got massive boots to fill the same with um same with Jimenez they are big boots to fill and you only realize how big it is when they're outside when yeah. they're at the team absolutely and right Neil it's and it's that's... you take it for granted when you watch him and how clinical both of the strikers are and it just I think just give him time and he will come good it, I, but again, it just depends on how you guys, uh, as I was saying earlier, trusting your recruitment. We do, and we know that with time and with quality, because Siunchi was brought in a year before Harry Maguire left to train up and to, right, this is the kind of player you want to be. Um, a, um, and he slotted into the Premier League perfectly. Harvey Barnes was told to get physical and get um, brutal, get, get a bit bigger because he wasn't, he was good. He was running, he was running, he was really good at running, but he wasn't physical enough. He went away, the t- recruitment helped him and he got better. And this season he's got 10 goals. Same with James Madison. So these players, just especially young players, they just take time. And that's something that I just like to stress to you guys that it doesn't happen in an instant. And the problem is now with social media and things like that, people want results yeah. now. 
and they want deliveries now, especially when you've got a main player like this, like it's injured. So you look at the likes of Nacho a couple of weeks ago, people was like, get him out of the team, don't put him anywhere near the first team. Now he scored, everything changes. Social media is a beautiful way of forgetting what happens 48 hours ago, you know? So I'd say, again, give him time. Absolutely, Neil. Absolutely right. I mean, you know what you know what social media can be like, and people jumping on. It's been an absolute joy uh, to have you on. Do you want to tell everyone just before uh, we we move on to the next caller, which is uh, Mini Amy and Dad, Ria, and um, your uh, channel and socials? If anyone want to check out your YouTube channel for, from the Leicester side of things. Yeah, sure. Well, it, I think it's been up there. I'm still not good at this, but it's uh, Beyond the 90. You can check out Beyond the 90 LCFC. Um, it should be an interesting season with Leicester. But um, yeah, much love to all you Fox fans, uh, sorry, um, Wolves fans. And we'll love and hopefully have a good season because if you carry on this way, I think you will reach the top 10 because you're quality defending today. And if you sort out the attack, I think next season you'll be fine. That's absolutely brilliant. We appreciate that. And all the best to you guys um, for the rest of the season. And maybe we'll, we'll. Uh, meet you in the semis or the final of the FA could be great to have a middle an all Midlands Cup final that would be fantastic East versus West Midlands that would be fun wouldn't it <laughs> penalties, but there you go <laughs> all the best Brilliant, guys. thanks for having me thank you well, thank you hope to see you again bye absolutely brilliant to have um, an opposition oh, what a nice guy yeah. as well he, he talks really well as well and he, he made some fantastic points about silver. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Ria, Mini Amy, and Dad. How are you guys? Welcome back. Nice to be here, Dave. Thank you for having us. Awesome. What is your uh, What's your opinions on the game today? Well, I thought overall we were um, good. I gave the overall performance a seven. Uh, I think we were. Um, good defensively, we looked steady, we looked sound. Yeah. Uh, in the first half, I don't think we was creating enough and going forwards. But then in the second half, I think we were going forwards, more creating chances, had a few shots. Uh, but then we wasn't um, as sound. Yeah, I, I, I think it, overall, you got to be pleased, didn't you? It's, it's a more balanced performance than we've seen for quite some time. We look steady defensively and we've managed to create some good chances going forward. The silver chance, Neto had a good chance when he should have scored at the back post when Traore played it across for him. He couldn't sort his feet out. Matinho had an effort from the edge of the box he put over. Neves caught one on the volley from a corner in the first half he sent over. So there were opportunities for us to score and we looked a lot, a lot steadier defensively with the five there rather than the four. So... The big positive with me was the balance of the team just seemed to be better in this game than it had for quite some time. We're usually bad defensively, yeah. attacking, or bad attacking. Yeah, that's what we've been lately. It's that. been one or the other. Yeah. It's been like we've been really good going forward, but we've just been so bad defensively. Or we've looked steady defensively, but we've created absolutely nothing going forward. So today, the game and the performance had a lot better balance to me. I thought it was a stronger performance overall than Arsenal, to be fair. It was. And I mean, people may look at the score and think, well, yeah, you beat Arsenal, but you'd only draw today. But if you analyse the performance of the team today, they played better than they did against Arsenal. Arsenal papered over some cracks because of the nine men and, you know, yeah. getting the penalty with Louise being sent up. And, but if you look at the first 30 minutes or so of that game, we was all over we the was place. We was all over the place. But today, there wasn't a period in the game, there wasn't a prolonged period in the game at all where we looked like, oh, we're all disjointed again and we've gone to pot. Today, we looked like old wolves. You know, we looked organised. We looked disciplined. Everybody knew the jobs. We had a threat going forward. 
Traore and Neto down the wings, creating things with the pace and, and trickery. So today felt more like what we're used to from Nuno's team. Absolutely, I'd agree. I think it just seemed, I think they've taken the confidence from Tuesday and just gone into it and gone into training. Um, and just, I think they just looked like the old wars. They looked like a more all rounded team, didn't they? Today? And I just think, you know, I think Scott said the first, they're built on from what they had against Chelsea in. The defence was great against Chelsea, but the attacking was limited. But And then hopefully we'll see like the next progression now. But obviously, clean sheet is critical. You can't lose if you've got a clean sheet. So I think against Leicester, who are a fantastic side, a draw was... And they're very good away from home. I, when people going about home and away this season, I'm a bit like, I don't... Apart from it being your pitch, there's, there's no not advantage. really that much advantage. But still, Leicester... You know, they're very good away from home, we've seen this year. So, to hold them to a nil-nil draw and their very high goal-scoring team as well, I think was a really good result today. And I think it's definitely something to build on going into Southampton twice this week. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go now for our season. I think we need to be difficult to beat, grind it out, make sure we're difficult to break down yeah we need to be um steady yeah and then strong. hit teams on the counter attack like like we know nuno's done for the last few years that's the way to go i think we, we can revisit a different way of playing yeah. you know there's nothing to say well we can never do this we can yeah. never play four at the back we can never be a possession-based team rather than a counter-attacking team now that can be done but i think it needs a pre-season the time on the training pitch is essential. If you're going to change the way a team plays, you need hours and hours and hours on the training pitch. You're asking players to take on different tasks, different responsibilities, different shapes and movements within the team. So I think we need a pre-season to revisit it again and another transfer window or two to develop in that way. I don't think it's an idea to be scrapped. I just think no. for the time being, the way to go is just go back to what we know to see yeah. us through to the end of the season. To be fair, I'm not sure without Bolly we can play a back four. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, because he's, he's our number one guy in terms of a centre-half. You know, he's yeah. everything you look for in a centre-half. He's big, he's strong, he's dominated in the air, he's got a turn of pace, he can use the ball well. Like I've told you before, I, I consider him to be underrated. I oh, think yeah. he's one of the best centre-backs in the Premier League. So, without Bolly, I'm not sure who would go with there. Would he trust Cody and Kilman as a partnership? I don't know. You know, the inexperience of Kilman and yeah. Cody being more suited to a back five. Maybe, maybe with Bolly being out... That's my new now's mind up for him, and it's going to have to be. It's going to have to be back, back five, five, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, we're hearing that Bolly's out for four weeks, and uh, Pedence is out for six. Amy, what do you think? Uh, do you think we should stick with the back, uh, the back three, straight back five? Now Bolly's out injured, or do you think we can still play? I, I prefer the back three anyway, and I think back five, back three, back however you want to look at it, back five. But I think especially with Johnny coming back, that's what Johnny knows. Johnny hasn't played in a back four, so if he's going to be more of a feature and stuff as well, I just think I just, I just think they look more comfortable. I think Den Donker today, he's been a bit hit and miss in midfield, but even he in defence looks better today than I've seen in midfield for a few games. Sais, I saw, was on the bench today, so hopefully he'll be coming back in and he can rotate between Kilman. And, face. and I saw a comment just then about Kilman, and I am, I say I'm one of Kilman's top fans because I always give him a shout out. He used to play for Maidenhead and Futsal for England, if you didn't know. <laughs> um, but I just, 
think he is just growing and growing every game. He got away with a few things today, especially at the end. But overall, there was one block that he made that that yeah. ball was going in the back of the net, and I think oh, he just knocked he's it wide, just, didn't he, at the post. He's just yeah. growing in confidence, and it's just so it's just so good to see that he's confident. He was at Stonewall, so yeah, for me, I prefer Wolves the way that they play when they're in the back five, split back five. Pace and t- whatever the song goes, but um, yeah, it suits it suits the the wing backs as well. It suits people like Samado and Johnny to yeah. play. Um, I think the only player we've probably got on our books who suits a back four as a fullback is Marcel. He looks like oh, an yeah. old fashioned left back. He's a steady defensive player who don't get forward very much. Yeah, but, but he when, just defends, yeah, defends he, stays he, back and like yeah, he actually holds his position and don't get forward a lot. And he's a good steady defender. But when you're looking at Johnny and Semedo and they the young kid Hoover, Ain't Nori, them all wing backs, that I think it just yeah. suits them but better. Marcel can play centre back, you know. Yeah, he can, yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah he when he comes back, back, it'll be an option. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see, especially if they're both coming back from injury. How he rotates Marcel and Johnny, I think that'll be really interesting to see. But then it's another option, and I think we've all said it on here that the games that we have have seen Marcel play in, I've been really, really impressed with his performance. Especially the Sheffield United was first game. I thought he had a fantastic game for his first game. So he he'll be good to see him come back. And it's again, it's that experience in the squad that I think will just help the others and stuff. Um, yeah, today the, the players we had to bring on was all again. If you look yeah. at it, it was all youngsters again, weren't they? You know, like Hoover had to come Hoover, on, a young, Silver. inexperienced kid, Silva, yeah. young, inexperienced kid, Gibbs White, a little bit older, yeah. but again, very limited game time. He gets the odd sub appearance yeah, here and there. Odd five minutes that game. Yeah. yeah. So the players we're bringing on at a level where they're not really matching the players that we bring yeah. off. So the squad depth is still an issue, and obviously yeah. that's largely because of the injuries that we've suffered. And yeah. uh, I'm going to go with your, your overall performance rating. Just to let you know, we've got Liam, Schaff and Manny currently backstage in the green room. If you're going to go with your man of the match, uh, Rear and Dad, and your performance, are you two going to have another argument again tonight? Because you know, we just... So funny. Who went first last, who went first last time? I'm a man of the match. <laughs> um, my man of the match is Neto. He's always our bright spark. He's going off the wing, creating chances. He's got a good left foot on him. And I think he's just been really like good and positive the past few games. Yeah, he was he's in a good run of form as well. He's, he's very good, Neto. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was I would have said Neto as well. But ju- ju- just to be different, just to say somebody different, I'll give it to Traore because he caused him a lot of problems down the right hand side, similar to Neto down the left. So it's a, you know, it, you could go either way, can't you? But uh, yeah, I'll go with Traore and you go with Neto. Yeah. And, and, and your performance ratings? You can go first. General performance. It's a good, it's a good solid seven. It's a real <sighs> good. Wolves' performance in the Wolves' mould that we that we know and we've become accustomed to. Um, yeah, it, it's it's steady without being groundbreaking, yeah. but it's just good to see us playing in that in that manner again, where we look comfortable, we look like we know what we're doing, and we look like we're in a shape that's difficult to break down, whilst also offering a threat going forward. Uh, I'm gonna say seven and a half then. Okay. Because I was gonna say seven as well, as you said, <laughs> if we look defensively sound. 
and I think we were better today than we have been. We got a clean sheet, which is always good to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, today, I think overall, you've got to look at it as an encouraging performance where, again, the signs, we're gradually clawing our way back to what we know. And looking ahead to, to the Cup, um, how strong do you want Nuno to go? And uh, if you were going to win one out of the next two, which one would it be, i.e. The, the Cup game or the League game? I would go strong in the cup because, uh, as we've already said before, in the league, I think mid-table is the best we're going to get. Uh, so I'd really push it and go strong in with the FA Cup, try and win that one because uh, we're not going to get anything out of the league table, I don't think. No, it's the, the so league. So I'd push yeah. for the FA Cup. Yeah, so would you rather win the cup game than the league game? Yeah, I'd rather yeah. win the cup than the I'm league. I'm the same game. as well. I'd rather win the, the cup game against Southampton than the league game because I think that could be like our one beacon of hope this season. Yeah. It's been like a, a really difficult season for us. We've had a lot of problems, a lot of bad times. A lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. We've been struggling. We've had the terrible, yeah. horrific stuff with Rel. So I think just... Just to make our season have one like bright spot, if we could really get a strong run in the FA Cup, maybe even reach the final, you know, and, yeah. and what an occasion that could be for us to reach an mm -hmm. FA Cup final. We've come so close before. So the, the, the season, I think, will peter out into a, just a, I don't know, 12th place yeah. finish or something like that. Whereas the Cup, that's got that's the big thing where we have got the yeah. hope of having summit really good at the end of what has been a really difficult yeah. season. So I'll go strong, play everybody who's who's fit and who's available, play him. Maybe not Johnny, because he might need yeah. a little bit more time having just played. He might not be able to play again on Thursday because of his situation. I've been, you know, I've been out for he so might long. Him come off the bench on Thursday. Yeah, he might, maybe that way around. Maybe Hoover will play for an hour and he'll just bring Johnny on for like the last 30 minutes or so just yeah. to give him a little bit more game time. But everybody else, you know, if they're fit and available, go strong, go 100% for the cup because that, that's our chance this season to have one bright spot and what's been like a hard season for us. Absolutely uh, fantastic, and as always, absolutely adore you being on the uh, on the channel. I love it when you argue with each other. It's just top quality, and um, hopefully we can win both. But it's, I think we do. I think we all want. Um, I think Nuno. That's like us all. That semi final. I think that really affected him. And I think if you can bring some silverware or give us a chance, there's no reason why we can't. No. And hopefully we'll be getting players back as well. It's a big miss with Bolly and Pedence, but Southampton might be the right time to play them. Yeah, right. well, they beat a rough, a rough patch at the minute, didn't they? You now with yeah. the nine nil and they lost again to Newcastle. So hopefully we're catching them at the right time where the confidence has taken a hit and they're not in the best of form. If we can capitalise on that, because I think our trajectory is going slightly the other way yeah. by winning a game and drawing a game against yeah. two good teams and, yeah. and being steadier defensively today. That's a, a big part of it. Then if if our trajectory is going on the up and they're yeah. a little bit on the way, then maybe we can catch that win and yeah. Catch him at the right time, yeah. get a win, and then you know, and then go through to the that's next it. The next round. round, and then the look of the draw who knows what upsets could happen yeah. in other rounds? Who are we going to draw out the at? It's all to play for. Yeah. I think it is, and it's been an absolute pleasure having you on again. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Bye. Have a good week. Bye. Take See care, you later. Yeah. Um, so, next up, um, we've got. The the, uh, the the lead is it the lead singer you are Liam, whatever you want me to be mate whatever it is lead singer and a musician from the Wolfpack Howlers and it was an absolute joy uh, Liam to have you and your wife Anna Price who's the captain of uh, 
Wolves women on at half time. That was fantastic. Loads of questions. Um, obviously, we were all hoping we could nick it one nil. I think you predicted one nil and Hannah, and it was uh, and Anna. It was nearly one nil. How are you feeling at the end of the game? Yeah, one nil would have been great, mate. Um, yeah, I think for Wolves at the minute, where we where where we've been in the last you know couple of months, an improvement's an improvement, mate. And and I think everyone's in agreement. We saw some vast improvements today. Um, very, very vast uh, improvements. Uh, notably for me, defensive shape. I think I think Nuno came out and he said, like, you know, we nullified their threats, which I thought we did. You know, rode our look at times, but that's going to happen. Um, and then, you know, some massive improvements in the centre of the park as well. I thought Neves and Matinho got a hold of the game, which is what we've been crying out for for, for a long time. When are Nevers and Matinho going to, you know, really perform, get hold of the ball and start dictating a little bit? And I felt at times today that they did that. So, yeah. you know, big, big improvements for me. Um, but I think the only thing that was missing today, obviously, other than goals, just a couple of punch passes into to Jose would have been nice up front. Um, he was a frustrated soul up there today, and you could, and he's gonna have to get used to that a little bit playing for us. <laughs> um, you could tell when he went off, he was a little bit frustrated. It's a bit like, why, yeah. why have I come off a little bit? So yeah, yeah, and and just I think you know, but we passed a lot better today. We played through the lines a lot better, and I just felt that, you know, the only thing that was missing from kind of the passing performance in particular, and and, and with the ball was maybe just punching in a few more balls to William Jose and seeing if we can play off him. Um, and we maybe could have created a lot more, but um, we created chances again and that's something else we've been missing. Chances came and, and unfortunately we couldn't take him today. You've alluded already to, to Silver's chance was was massive. Um, good save. Got to score there. Got to score. Um, either, you know, the other side of the keeper maybe. Or oh, his legs were that wide, he could have maybe popped some through his legs. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that would have been a tactic. Yeah, but massive improvements and and a lot better than Arsenal. Um, even though the result wasn't better, it was a lot better. So happy the for me. Performance definitely was better than Arsenal. That you know, and I think I think we've alluded to it as you say. I thought as the game went on, we were the team. That I mean, okay, Leicester had their spells and they had a couple of chances, and then there was that chance right at the end, but. I think we looked the most likely, even though we only ended up having one top shot on target. I think was it uh, Matinho had a really good opportunity. Yeah, had a really good, yeah. Pointed with. So, which you I could mean, have I, hit a bit differently, but. Yeah, I mean, obviously he scored a goal like that last game, but how many times have we seen us engineer a chance like that for our centre midfielders on the edge of the box? Mm. Not, not many. Um, but we were pulling Leicester in different directions, which was which was great to see our centre midfielders on the edge of the box with a goal-scoring opportunity. But again, just the quality wasn't there at the end today. But um, there's so much to, to, to work on from that um, in, a, in a positive way, so much to build on and, and go into the next game and hopefully get ourselves into a, a quarter-final of the Cup. So, and if, we, if we get into the quarter-finals, it's who you draw, isn't it? And then where you go from there, anything's possible. I mean... I think it's opening up. I mean, uh, Man United knocking Liverpool out. So there's a couple of big, you know, the top four, so to speak, knocking themselves out. And on our day, we're capable of beating anybody. We've proved that. Um, I mean, your 
performance rating today, Liam, and your personal man of the match, who's it going to go to? Yeah, I think I think it's really neck and neck between Adama and Neto, but Neto possibly shades it. Adama is just one of them players, like he can just he makes stuff out of nothing, doesn't he? Like you know, the game can be a bit stale. Then oh, he's got the ball. What's he going to do? And you're all on the edge of your seats. And he did well today, uh, but I think Neto probably shades it. Um, and I think performance rating, I probably I think I said seven in the first half. And I think we probably yeah. stay at a seven. We probably stay at a seven, to be honest. But a good, solid seven. Um, you know, lots of things to to work on and improve, but got a great performance to build on. But definitely like a seven out of ten for me. So, and how strong do you want Nuno to go for the for the Southampton game? If you, yeah, I mean as strong as as possible. Uh, what, what we need to forget, we're not out the woods. Uh, sorry, what we don't we don't want to forget, we're not out the woods yet in the league. We need We're to not. Three more wins, though. Only three out of 16 games. We should be able to do that, I think. Yeah, I think a few more wins and pick up some points. But, you know, we can't just keep saying, ah, oh, you know, there's nothing to play for in the league now. Let's just go in the cup. You've always got to have an eye over, you know, the shoulder and just have a look at what's going on and and do what you can. But stay as strong as we, stay as strong as you can in the cup. Um Probably nice to give Hoover some game time. I think he struggled today when he come on massively. I agree. Uh, I think he lost the ball quite a lot. I think there's a di- that was the difference. I thought we looked more confident in the second half, but I think overall they, they, they seemed to lose the ball, especially towards the end. I felt, and yeah. I thought that we got the ball. I think it was in at extra in um, additional time, and you just thought, just hold the ball. All you need to do now is just hold the ball. Try and go forward if you can. And they just mm-hmm. they just kept losing it as soon as it went over that side. I just that's what was that's what's getting me with Hoover. So I would agree, give him a bit of confidence at the same time, and maybe keep Johnny back for the game next Sunday, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, God, it was night and day with Johnny being there when it like you know first half. Like, it's just to come. So we're all screaming out. hallelujah a little bit, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, I think everyone was shocked when we saw the name on the team sheet, but you know. We shouldn't forget that these guys who are monitoring the fitness and, and they know exactly what they're doing. They're not going to be chucking him into a game he's not ready for, you know. His 100%. Yeah, his, his training statistics would have been there, his strengthening, his conditioning. He'd have, been, he'd have been ready and he showed he was ready. He'd come back in today against a side that are a free-flowing football side who are, you know, a form team. They're doing so well. Um, probably looking at Champions League and he just kind of, just come back in and went, yeah, this is what I do. I know, you've got to love me, yeah. Before we get on to um, our next our next caller, which is Shaft, next in the line in, line in the green room, um, just got to mention that you've got um, a fundraising event, uh, raising money for the foundation, uh, Wolves Foundation, this Thursday. Uh, Liam, do you just want to tell everyone about that and how they can get involved and how they can help uh, donate and raise money? Yeah, sure. So it's just our little contribution, really, towards the Feed the Pack campaign, which is which has been well documented. Uh, we haven't been able to gig a lot recently at all. Well, it's it's not happening. So uh, the Howlers are going to be playing. There's three of us from the band: myself, the keys player, and the guitarist. And we're going to be playing a gig live uh, from a from a proper studio um, Thursday night, seven thirty till eight thirty. And the link's going to be there. And if you're enjoying the performance, just just pop a pop some money onto the Feed Our Pack. Um, link which will which will throw up um there'll be a hopeful hopefully a couple of famous faces which will be popping in as well so you, you should see it see a couple of people on there into so the studio 
Say again. Into the studio. Onto the onto the video feed. All right, fantastic. So yeah, we, we're working on that, but we'll um, yeah, we're looking forward to it, and we just want to do our bit and raise some money for for the uh, feed our pack campaign, which as you know, is is very very important. So Thursday, Absolutely. visit our Facebook page at the Wolf, uh, the Wolf Pack Owlers, and you can watch the gig from there. Um, and we'll be doing all the well known Wolves classics from the terraces. So, so you can so everyone can watch the Southampton game because it's half five kick off. They can watch you and then they can come on here. So that is everyone's Thursday night sorted. We would definitely make sure that we're not going on with extra time until after your gig's finished, mate. So don't worry about that. Is it half five kickoff? Is it? Yeah, half five kickoff. So you're yeah. just half five finished. You'll finish. Everyone can watch you guys and then you can come and talk some stuff. Well, Win the match, Southampton. Get a cup of tea or whatever you, you, your tipple is. Check in at the Howlers, watch their concert, get another tipple and then come and join us for uh, extra time. Or maybe we'll get you on it. If you can get back, we'll get you on towards the end of the thing just to uh, tell everyone how much you've enjoyed the gig and uh, thank everyone for getting on. Uh, Liam, absolutely pleasure. Thank you. Can you thank Anna as well for joining us uh, at, at half time? Because there's a lot of young, uh, there's a few families on there and some uh, sparring young uh, girl footballers that a couple of them, I think, play in the uh, junior teams. And she's an absolute inspiration to all of those young girls that want to play football. So can you thank her as well for coming on? It was an absolute pleasure. And uh, we'll get down at some point to get a vlog done uh, with the Wolves women when we're uh, when we're able to as well, mate. Yeah, no dramas. I'll, I'll thank you from you guys. And thanks for having me on. A quick reminder to anyone who doesn't know, they can get one of these. Uh, I've got one. CD, Nuno Had a Dream. Uh, all, you know, we've got 14 tracks of, of Wolf songs. So visit our, our pages and you can get hold of one of these albums. Can so. you download it on iTunes now as well? Yeah, it's on iTunes, Amazon Music, all the main kind of online download sort of stores. Fantastic, mate. Brilliant. It's not on, it's not on Spotify because we don't get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Oh, you, hard and you, you bring a lot of joy and entertainment to us as well. So look forward to seeing you gigging live sometime during the year. Legends. Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank Thanks, you. Bye. Bye. Absolutely top. So we've got uh, Manny coming on, on last today. With next up, tennis and cricket sensation, Shaf. Hi, Shaf. How you doing, guys? You all right? I don't think we've spoken to you since the Albion game, I think. So I'm glad that we're talking in better circumstance today. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, that was my last uh, last memories of this show. <laughs> the Albion game. Oh, my God. You haven't been but, out uh, to yeah. basics since. <laughs> no, a lot better now, aren't we? A lot better. Looking, looking Good. up now. We're looking uh, a lot more what positive. What did you, now. what did you think about today's performance? Again, very good performance. I think back to uh, what we're used to seeing really over the last couple of years. Um, solid with the Leicester. Remember, we were challenging, pushing at the top, top of the league. So, you know, it was a good performance. Solid. We created some chances, and uh, we looked solid at the back. That's with the injuries we had as well. So. Uh, was uh, impressive. Hopefully, we can get a bit of a run in our next few fixtures. We're playing some of the more mid I think we've got uh, Southampton, Newcastle. Leeds, and Newcastle, isn't it? I think yeah. the next three. So, I think we get a couple of wins there, at least. I think we should be looking up rather than looking down. Yeah, definitely. I think if we can yeah. get a good, solid amount of points out of those 
those three games, then it will certainly be a turning point and hopefully confirm that the, the safety that I know the relegation was on quite a few people's worries anyway. So I hope that um, I hope that going forward. So what what who what was it particularly that impressed you today? What were you most confident about seeing? Um, just how um, how we actually because I missed the first part of the first half, so. Um, but I saw the second, like the most of the game, all the second half, and I just thought it was really good at going forward with the Dharma, in particular Neto as well, and um, just we didn't give too many easy chances away at the back as well, considering Bowley wasn't there as well, and it was uh, nice to see Johnny back as well. I was surprised; I, I weren't expecting that. I think we were all quite shocked when we saw the team <laughs> sheet, didn't we? I think yeah, yeah. Dave texted me like Bolly out, and I text back. I think Johnny in or something. It was yeah, yeah. really surprising. So yeah, that was that was very good, and he did do very well that first half. I hope he's all right. Yeah. He's just he is, it was all pre-planned, Shaf. Um, it's Nuno said they decided they were going to give him a half, and then they were going to switch it. It was all pre-planned, so he's. He's all good. I was worried as well when he didn't come out in the second half. I know. But... I think we saw Heather coming on. My dad was like, oh, my God, I hope he's OK. Yeah. But if it's pre-planned, then in Nuno we trust, etc. Yeah, definitely. I thought Den Duncan did well at the back. He's more confident in on the ball and playing it out. Den Duncan did well at the back. He and, had a good game. He, he had yeah. a really good game. He's played that uh, He's played that position before. He played it, hasn't he? And he slotted in. He played it for like quite a while last season when Bolly was out last year when he did something to his foot. So it's not like... Yeah. You, you Bolly seems to pick up these injuries, doesn't he, Bolly? He's quite regular, unfortunately. Yeah, he just kind of like puts season. himself out there quite a lot. So he's always going to get injured. But for my on my team sheet, it came up. It was on the Wolves app, I think. And it had Dendonka playing in midfield and I was like well that's weird and then someone yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. was playing in that but anyway it all worked out in the end but I did think Ben Donker had a um had a good game anyway I think they all I don't I don't yeah, think anyone had a bad game today really, wasn't it? It was, the team did well in, in general the know, uh, some people when you were um, on the live stream having a go at Samedo and that but, um, I think he still he did all right not as good as his yeah. previous games he's been having but he was okay I think Samedo for me has some fantastic up front I think, you know, he's getting more confident on the ball and I think he's starting to link up a lot more with players. It's just his defensive ability. I think he's just not quite there yet in the English game. I think he will get there. And I think, I look at him and I think he needs to, he, compared to Doherty, he's, he just needs to bulk out a little bit. I don't think he's as physical player as Doherty, which is maybe what where we've seen him let down a little bit. But I think going forward, I think he's fantastic. But yeah. Um, yeah, he switch. He just seems to. It's like the the Vardy chance at the end. There he stood and he got. You know, Dendonk, I think just got something on it as well. But he just he just tends to just react a little bit late at the defence. He gets caught out a couple of little bits. But you know, he does offer a lot going forward. But we'll have to have to see. Um, and what happens when all of the uh, the wing-backs are, are fully fit. But he's certainly full of qualities, and he does link up well going forward. Shaf, uh, who's you going to go with your man of the match and your score prediction? Uh, you, you, not your score prediction, in terms of like your, your rating for the performance. Uh, man of the match, I'm going to go with Edgy. Troy is going to edge it ahead of Neto for me. Okay. I'll go to me then. I think the power, the pace when he's running. He's just Because uh, they, were, they were raving about Justin, how good he is, how well he's been doing. And it was nice for um, Adama to just to leave him Skinny. standing, basically. 
And uh, and he's un unlucky, I think. I know he's got no assists or no goals, but I think he's unlucky. Come, I think. The end of him. It's, it's only a matter of time before they, we start getting these goals, I think. I hope so, mate. And your performance rating to finish performance, off? I think a high, a high seven. A high seven. I think it can't be an eight unless you win, I think. I'm going. I'm going I, I kind of agree with that. I was thinking eight, but then I was like, I don't. They've not won, so um, it's not that high. Yeah. Let's so, go seventy-eight. There were some good chances, but um, I think if we, you know, we could the first half we could have created a bit more, I suppose. Um, Fantastic, mate! Absolutely brilliant, and uh, absolute pleasure having you on. And, uh, next time, so we've had you on when we've lost. We've had you on now when we've drew. So the next one we win. You've yeah, got yeah, party time then. <laughs> That's it. Fantastic, mate. Have a, enjoy the rest of the evening. I'm not sure we'll be on first on match of the day. But <laughs> I'll go. be on last. Oh, take care, mate. Thank Cheers. you. Take care, And last but no means least to finish off the show today, it's Manny, the Samosa King. Yeah. How you doing, yeah. mate? How you Where doing? Is he in bed uh, or is he on his settee? You on the I'm settee? on the sofa. I've got to take look. Jeevan's here as well. Hey, Javen. Hey, Javen. Put Javen on. I saw you singing and playing early. I was really impressed, man. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> we were say we do our Sunday prayers before the match. <laughs> do you, right? for... you need to do that. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. Um, uh, nice to see you guys. I've just come out from the cold. I had to leave. I did a. I had to leave with 10 minutes to go. It felt like, you know, when you leave a match early. Yeah. <laughs> you were delivering food parcels, weren't you? Yeah, yeah we delivered, you know, the, the Liam's just mentioned the Feed Our Pack uh, initiative. Wolverhampton, the numbers asking for parcels now is horrific. You, you, you won't actually understand how horrific it is. Did 208 homes today. And right. also there's a, a, a stall there up in Wolverhampton between half six and half seven that actually dishes out hot food every Sunday evening. Now they've come from uh, some local people and some lads from Birmingham um, who come and just set their van up and, and feed the homeless as well. So it's a huge issue. You know, what Nuno said, we've all got to play a part. We've got a good chance through the, the foundation and the link that they've put up and also buying your virtual tickets. You know, Liverpool at home. Buy your tickets and um, uh, treat it as you go into the match, and and get this get this money to those people who really need it. Honestly, it's a real bad situation. No, it's fantastic, and we'll we'll just we'll come on in a, in a little yep. bit on the uh, um, Samosa Saturday next weekend. Oh. But um, <laughs> what, what what do you want to say about the game today? Game today, you know what? Identity. That's the word. Identity. Yeah. You know, as soon as we started from minute one to the end, virtually to the end, at no point was there any real concerted pressure that we suffered. There were sporadic moments where Leicester attacked us, but they are one of the best sides in the country. They're up there for a reason. Uh, we set up um, total shock, surprise, to see um, uh, Johnny back in the side, you know, without any sort of hardly any training amazing um you know and he just provided everything that we've been missing he's by far and away the best fallback we've got at the club oh, you know yeah. sometimes you don't know 
how good somebody is until they go. And we've realised that um, with him returning, because if he just looked so comfortable, he knew his position, his passing was right, his encouragement, just, you know, for the other players to have him around must have been a huge, huge lift. We didn't miss Bolly. It's a shame that he's out for uh, three or four weeks, but we didn't miss him. All the guys on the back were comfortable. Vardy got in once, um, but he's one of the best strikers. He is the best striker in the Premier League, the highest scorer since Brendan Rodgers took over. So he, he, he gives he gives the best defences in the world again. You know, so we, we marshaled all of their players really well. But what we missed was goals. That's what yeah. we missed. What we missed was the thing that wins your matches. And today, for me, should have been a good win. It should have been a good win. We missed a chance. They missed a chance, you know. And when it came, we thought we all thought it was probably offside or something because he was so free and on his own. And he should have put it away. You know, he knows that. He knows that more than anyone else. But he should have. But it was a brilliant, brilliant save. That's that's Schmeichel, that is. He's learnt that off his dad, hasn't he? Spreading his body and his legs out wide and his arms out wide. He's the one goalkeeper who makes himself big and he always gets a toe or a or a fingertip onto something. Uh, where he's, you know, I don't think it was the a really bad finish by Silva. He saw that gap and he and it was a good true strike going destined for the corner and he just got that. Moment. And got, it was like a little toe in the end, wasn't it? it was yeah, yeah. I mean, you can look at it afterwards because he's missed and think, oh, we could have lifted it, could have gone the opposite corner. That's obviously, you know, that's that, that's oh, to be that. <laughs> you know. So, but apart from that, you know, the 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 shape, the way we played, the flow of the game, um, the energy, everything just seemed like it was the way we used to play. When we play like that, we can give any team in the country a game. We can. And it's we a joy it. to watch. It's, even yeah, it's, it's a joy, joy to, watch. to watch. You know what? I, I know where Nuno comes from and I know why he changed it. Because, you know, that Seville game was a huge opportunity. He really wanted to get to the Europa League final. He wanted to do well, you know, get into the semis and, and do. And we just didn't get out of our half. So he wanted to bring something different. And, and four at the back does. Four at the back creates more. It makes us more potent. We can play an extra forward player. We've scored more goals statistically. We've created more chances when we play four at the back. But we then go to pieces. We go to pieces and can see goals. So until we get the right personnel or the right people who know how to play in that um, in those positions, then this is the way forward, I think, long term. Um we can change long term with a pre-season with maybe getting yeah, we didn't really have any real time to train with the system oh, no. No, and then no, you've got a lot of players yeah. could play that system he's been trying to put round pegs in square holes you know uh, yeah you know i think he he consciously didn't want to play four at the back he went with five at the start of the season so he bought in Samedo and eight nuri who are natural wing backs they're not natural full backs so then we decided to go back to back four because we weren't creating anything. And then suddenly we had two pit players on the in the fullback positions who weren't comfortable and defensively were shocking in a four. You know, I think Smado is improves every single game. Every single game. He he people say he lost Vardy. Bloody hell, the world's greatest 
defenders lose Vardy. He's one of the best right, strikers right. in the world. You know, yeah. people are crazy thinking a striker is not going to lose a defender. Of course he is. And there was one a ball that Leicester put in right to the back post. And who was there right at the end? It was Smeda. He got in. He got deep. And he got his foot and cleared it away. It would have been a tap-in for Leicester. So I think he's improving game by game. I don't know what people see sometimes when they, you know, it's easy, isn't it, when someone makes a mistake to jump on the bandwagon again and say, oh, he's he's not, he makes defensive mistakes. Look at Liverpool. They make defensive mistakes. Look at Man United. They make defensive mistakes. You know, teams do. That's what happens. You score a goal generally because the defence has probably done something that they shouldn't do. If you look at our last four or five games, we haven't conceded goals. We've conceded the odd goal here and the odd goal there, but we've shored up. What we haven't done is scored goals. Um, and that's the dilemma. And that's why he went to four. But today we had chances, didn't we? We had chances, enough chances to maybe put one away. I think the draw on reflection is probably a fair result because, you know, Vardy's got a real big chance for him. He'll be gutted he's missed that. And, yeah. and I'll, I'll put a post. There's two There's two strikers there. One's 18, has never, hardly ever kicked a ball in first-team football in his life. And the other one's 30-odd and is one of the Premier League's best-ever strikers. And they're both missed. They're both yeah. missed. So, you know, that happens to strikers. What I like about Fabio is that miss, the header against Palace, the one against um, uh, Spurs right at the end, you know, they hit the post against the Villa. He gets into positions. He finds himself in space and gets into position. A 21-year-old Fabio would be on seven or eight goals this season. I'm pretty yeah. much sure. You know, yeah. and, and, and you know, so he does get into those positions. People say he's not. Of course he's not. He's an 18-year-old kid. You know what he did? Did you see his um, Instagram story, Dave, after the last game? Um, no. I didn't see well, it. Yeah, so he came on against Arsenal. Right, and he played just a few minutes, didn't he, at the end? And straight away from there, he went to the gym and he was That's weight right. training and he was doing pull-ups. And because he knows he has to grow as a as a as a striker, he probably sees Jose, Jose and and Raúl, and sees that they're pretty big units and strong fellas. And he's looking at himself and thinking, I want to be like that. So he needs that strength, he needs that physicality. But I think again, he's improving. You know, we've got to throw the thirty-five million pound sort of in the bin because if we keep bringing, if I we agree. keep bringing that up, if we keep bringing that up, we'll destroy him. We will destroy him, and it's not, it's not his fault, is it? It's not him. Not he, he's not. He, it's not him at all. Wolves. Wolves decided to play. You know what? Here. I don't agree with it. I'm not saying I agree with it. I wouldn't pay thirty-five million pound for an eighteen-year-old anywhere. I'd give it but to them. So <laughs> no. Let's just move on from it. Let's you know, that's what I'm saying. The club, it. the club decided to pay that. Mendes decided to pay that. That's him. This guy needs time to develop. You see, he gets in positions. He's. You can see he's willing to learn. He wants to do well. And um, uh, I'm sure he will. I really am sure he will. The only reason he might not succeed is because of the pressure and because of the pressure, the media and, and the fans and the, and just it, it, they read it, they see it, they sense it. You know, these players. It's only a, a young lad and that could get to him. Uh, and I think he needs to be given time. He hasn't had the time because Raul got injured. Uh, so he hasn't had the space and the time to develop. He was right in the firing line. And those one or two chances he had, he missed. And he missed again today. He should have scored. He knows that. I don't care, you know, if he's 18 or 35, he should have scored. He knows, you know. But he got in the position and it was a good save. 
So overall, brilliant and actually What's your performance well, writing? And, you know what? Well, that's Jeevan as well. Performance writing, I'd say a good, solid seven out of ten. Back to our identity, looking comfortable and being in the game. Um, my man of the match, I'm going to give to Johnny. No one comes close for me. Johnny Only 45 it. minutes, but he is the one that set up the whole game because as soon as he's on the pitch and he provides natural balance, we get Samedo back onto the right. We've Our setup's correct. When your setup is correct, you, you start on the right foot, you play well, and that's what we did. We carried that on, and his, his performance was exceptional. It wasn't even like... You know, he was bedding himself in. He was throwing himself into tackles. Those two blocks he made in the penalty area. You know, he's just come back after an ACL and he's throwing himself. He's passing the ball. He's intelligent. He knows where. It's like he, it was unreal. I don't understand how a player can play like that without any, you know, how he just turns up like out the box. So I'm going to give it to Johnny just for that first half because he gave me so much comfort watching him. Um, Jeevan, what do you think? Last Jeevan might as well. Um, rating. Yeah. Um, I'll give it. I'll give it a seven. It was good. We played better than we played better in that system today than what we did against Chelsea. Definitely. Um, it's just getting that goal, that finish. But um, I'll give it a seven. And my manager match, I'm going to give it to Traore. I thought he was back to what we know he really is. He he just goes past people gets other people into play, um, which allows our players to get into space. But one thing I saw with Traore today, which I think he probably won't do because he's not that type of player, but you know when someone else is on the ball, you see those little pockets in front where he could, where he could make that run and just go through. But he could, I think he could do come in a bit more central sometimes. I, yeah, I like him down the centre because he can go left and right. He creates the space, yeah. draws people to him. Um, and he opens opens up the gaps for other people because he's got the pace. But Leicester, there's a few times he was trying to get through central areas and they just chopped him down the second yeah. season. Away. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks, Jeevan. Yeah, and, you know, try, was that the, probably the best game Traore and Neto have played uh, together, like both of them at the same time? Yeah, yeah we I thought they were great. both fantastic. Usually we have, like, ones doing better than the other. One's I mean, good, Pedro, one's OK. Pedro Neto is, like, you can give him, like, Player of the season now and say, here, take it home and put it on your shelf, mate, because no one's coming close. He's he's sensational, isn't he? I mean, he just... Unreal. Yeah, unreal. And I've never known a player like that at his age. And he seems like such a nice guy as well. I just want to cuddle him. <laughs> Everyone Maybe he just wants to cuddle all the players. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> we know that. <laughs> well, that will happen soon when we're back. Don't worry. <laughs> If we see Amy running on the pitch in the first game, <laughs> at the end of the game, we don't know her. <laughs> so, you know, um, uh, Justin and was it Pereira, their full-back, who's their defender. Yeah. Pereira, Ricardo. Ricardo, sorry. Ricardo and Justin are two of the best full-backs in the country. Okay, Ricardo. You know, they're, they're two players that would walk into any side. I mean, all the sides, up to Man City and Liverpool. And Traore. And Neto, you know, they, they'll be going to bed tonight thinking, thank God that's over. You know, and a brilliant, brilliant performance by those two. Brilliant performance by Johnny. Defence, very comfortable. Only really got caught out the odd occasion. Patricio, 
back to smoking cigars, you know, in, in the yeah. goal. He, let's be honest, did he have a real save to make? I don't think so. That's what you we know. want, though. No, that's what we want. We did that. We did that when we played in this sort of formation at the top of our game. So it's, yeah. it's encouraging, but we've got to score goals. You know, Neves, half chance, but he should have done better. Um, the trial ray one, as well. you know, when Neto's cut it back to trial ray, I think it was a good shot. I think it was heading for the corner. Did, did you see? I mean, Jose and trial ray were like that. And when Neto got to the wing, Jose went forward and trial ray went back. He, he pulled back trial ray. Natural, that's like natural forward play. One goes forward, one goes back. Gives Neto two options. We've never had two options all season. So he's got to come in more, do that more. And and I think he can add goals to his game. Um, middle of the park looked comfortable. I don't think we were overrun. The the, the both Matinho and Neves were comfortable in the middle of the park. This is a top class side we're playing today. We were scared of this game, to be fair, after the uh-huh. Arsenal performance, which we did well. We rode our luck. We got made our luck, and we won. But we thought, you know, Barnes and Madison and Vardy coming on, no Bowley, and that was a brilliant performance considering where we'd come from. Um, but we've just got, we just got to score goals. Got to find it'll come. Maybe we'll, at, so, at some point, we keep saying it, we're going to put people away and we're going to score a few goals. Manny, yeah. absolutely brilliant comments yeah. again. On to the FA Cup, no? Absolutely. As strong as possible, yeah. Sorry? As strong as possible. Oh, yeah. You know what? Nuno's philosophy, it's the next game. That's the whole concentration. The next game, and we have to, because we're building, we're trying to improve this dreadful season that we're having, you know, the next game's the most important, whether it's cup or league. We've got to go in strong, and we've got to win it, and we've got to come out with confidence and, and put them to the sword a little bit. Uh, we're playing at home, you know. We've, made, we've had two home games where we've got four points, so let's, you know, get some results. Uh, on our own ground, get to the quarterfinal of the FA Cup, go into an away game against a demoralised Sunderland and try and... Try, sorry, Sunderland. Yeah, Sunderland. Sunderland, yeah. Sunderland are more demoralised than Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> no. and, then, and lift our season, you know, because it's not all lost and people are almost only going to be mid tech it could have been relegation the way we were going. We were that no, bad yeah, in the last ten but games. Don't don't kid yourself. We could have been sucked down there. And, and credit to the players and Nuno and despite the injuries of coming up with the system and producing performances, they've had to produce against Chelsea. They ground out the clean sheet. It wasn't nice. They got through in the cup against Chorley. You know they had the setback against Palace. They came back and beat Arsenal with a bit of luck. And today they played a proper good. Very good Leicester side, and we're the better side for, the, for the, most of the game. We're the better side, I'd say. Absolutely, and that's uh, that's absolutely brilliant. Thanks ever so much for coming on again, Manny. And yeah. Manny, when you come on, on hopefully you can come on the after show on Thursday, so we can talk a little bit more about Samosa Saturday okay. tonight. Yeah. But we've still got Thursday night. We can talk about that. I have an exclusive for um, Samosa Saturday on Thursday. Then I'll you reveal will. it on Thursday on your extra time show. Oh, I look forward to that, whatever it is. <laughs> Fantastic, mate. And, uh, no and stay safe, mate. I don't know what time you're up in the morning, but um, stay safe.
I've got a bit of a line. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Keep running, Amy. <laughs> you too. We'll run, we'll have a run one day. No, I'll be just chasing your shadow. <laughs> we'll just stay going over the booming hills. You'll be far away, man. If you start, I can go whatever pace, don't you? Worry. You run and I'll go on my bike, and I might might just about keep up. <laughs> okay, deal. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, fantastic. And what a great show that's been uh, tonight again, Amy. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, thanks to everyone that's, um, that's joined the show tonight, either as a guest or in the chat. It's really, really appreciated. Amy, your final thoughts and uh, your final thoughts again, looking forward to uh, the next couple of games. I just think we you know we've had our rough patch and I feel like we've really took a turn these last two games I think it started at Chelsea we had a bit of wobble against Palace um, for whatever reason but I think the last two games especially tonight I know that we got the best result against Arsenal but I think the performance and especially Leicester are a fantastic team like you can't get away from that they're a really really good side and I think they're kind of what um Wolves aspire to be like in a yeah, sense absolutely. they kind of had a similar journey so I've got a lot of time for Leicester I think I've got some fantastic players so really positive really I think draw was a fair result on both teams considering how they played um but yeah I think you know it's quite it's been a good week for Wolves as a team I think we've had some had two good results two a really good performance today and then the second half performance against Arsenal was really good and then we've had a confidence still with Johnny coming back. Bit of a shame about Bolly to lose Bolly again. Um, just going to um, for the next few weeks again. And well, we've got to deal with it. Yeah. We've got options. Sace was on the bench today, so hopefully he'll come back as an option. And um, But, yeah, I think we've, we've got to go for it. We've got to go for it. You know, I don't – I think it'd be unforgivable. And I don't think they will. I don't think they'll play a week inside. I don't think that's in their nature at all. And – I mean, it would kill me to see Wolves win the FA Cup and not be there, but I'd bite your hand off it as well. But... You never know. You never know by no, May. You keep saying this. You keep saying this. The pubs aren't going to open until May. There is no way any fans are going to be at Wembley for the FA Cup final on the 17th of May. I, 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 I disagree. I think there might be a chance. I don't think it would be a full Wembley, but I think there'd be a chance of there being uh, fans at Wembley for, for the FA Cup final. Don't forget, they've got the uh, the Euros just a month later and Wembley's uh, being used I mean, Dave, if you think the Euros are going to happen with fans, I worry about you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, but things are going well. You never know. I'm just, me, I'm just the eternal optimist. I'm just, <laughs> I mean... I'm hoping, like you're saying, I've always, my dad's always wanted us to get to an FA Cup final and sing goodbye with me. And if, if we got there and we weren't there, it'd be brilliant and heartbreaking at the same time, wouldn't it? Well, you know, though, like, I mean, if that happened, COVID rules would be out the window. Everyone would be in town doing God knows what, wouldn't they? So, yeah, we're not still in the cup, but. Uh, Hopefully we can get through against Southampton and have a continue the uh, the slot the upturn in form being solid and it'd be kind of nice to uh, have a comfortable victory and then they can coast it in and then obviously follow it up with a, another win. We only need three wins, I reckon, out of sixteen in the league and we're safe. We're on twenty seven points. It would be nice to score first. I want oh. them to score, but I just 
We might just them. go first because it's not the Premier League. <laughs> Sunday, that is my wish for this week, to score first on Sunday in the league. But I'm sure we'll talk about that Thursday. But we will, yeah. No, done yeah. It since Crystal Palace. I know, absolutely. Right, thanks everyone for listening. And from myself and Amy, always Wolves. Always Wolves. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.